0: Bismillah ar alaikum everyone, welcome back to the After Maghrib podcast, hope everyone is doing good wherever you are watching or listening from. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to hear us, head over to Spotify, Apple or Google, you can hear us when you're driving or in the gym. And likewise, as always, if you're listening and you want to watch and you want to see the new set and you want to see what's happening here, head over to YouTube. We are trying to get towards 10,000 subscribers so you can help us if you hit that subscribe button. Brothers, and sisters, as always, we have a fantastic conversation Today we're going to be talking about a multitude of, of, of topics uh, ranging from the Holy Quran, uh, the way we interpret it and the relationship we have with it, along with resistance creatively, talking about how we use art uh, and creative talents to, to show our passions, to stand up against oppression, to do all sorts of different things. Um, as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Said Ali Raduwi, Assalamu Alaikum Alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah. How you doing, bro? I'm well. Alhamdulillah, how nice, are you? A beautiful smile.
1: Inshallah, it's a reflection of you.
0: It feels like I haven't recorded you in a long while, although it's only been a week.
1: Well, I haven't recorded you either, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to be back. I know we started last week. Yeah. Kickstarting off season three, and alhamdulillah, you know, we're back to our usual weekly conversations, and inshallah, people are subscribing, interacting, yeah. and engaging with our conversations. And today is
0: no different. Yeah. Why? Because we have our first guest yes. of season 3 And our first guest of season 3, we couldn't get someone local We couldn't get someone who the the, the people don't want We needed to fly someone in and get a world-renowned Qadi That goes by the name of Qari Zuhair alaykum bro. salam. Thank How are you, you doing? Alhamdulillah, thank you for having me it's, It feels like a long time coming to have you on After Maghrib Thank you for having me, it's a wonderful pleasure to be here honestly
2: Alhamdulillah.
1: So alhamdulillah. It's a pleasure for me to see you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I it's like deja vu. So I see you on Twitter, and I see you at space conferences <laughs> in Canada. Now I yeah. see you here, Alhamdulillah.
2: Yeah. You guys were at space
0: last month, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. Well, yeah. Vancouver. A few How weeks was it? back.
2: Amazing. yeah weather, weather was a little tough there. How did <laughs> Sayyid Ali do? you look great. I was no, yeah, in the be nice. no, no, nice. nah, it He's been too nice. I was enjoying every second of it, honestly. Like, Alhamdulillah. your, your, your Alhamdulillah. presence was
0: missed i missed um, yeah. you guys as well you. I, I heard it was a fantastic event yeah. um what, what was your like kind of your focus there i
2: was doing i had a workshop uh finding a god through art and architecture
0: okay yeah MashaAllah. So that's kind of on a similar note to what we want to talk about today and for those who don't know harry Zuhair is um probably the most talented man i've met in the shia community i'm not even just being i'm being completely honest with you um you Great are, uh, by profession, you're an architect, mashallah. Um, you are a world-renowned Qari, and of course, you've won competitions all around the world, and you, you're invited to recite everywhere. You're a calligrapher, you're a photographer, and mashallah, you're a public speaker now as well. So, you know, we learn a lot from you. Some of the work that you've been involved in, which, which like, obviously, is very close to my heart. And we met each other, for those who don't <laughs> know. Why don't you say it? yeah uh, how we, where we go back we met in 2015 first ziara trip
2: um it was a spiritual retreat at the house and there was a group of guys from london from dearborn michigan and uh it was a wonderful experience we would uh, go to house the classes morning afternoon nighttime, and yeah. by evening we'd be falling asleep at scholars houses oh, oh my God, it was <laughs>
0: but it was a wonderful <laughs> i it made it friends that our first both of the both of us was our first yada in mm. iraq Beautiful. It was Beautiful. brilliant. I remember, like our first, we were, we were connecting we, on our. Where was the exact meeting point? Was it in the shrine, or probably when we landed in Najaf. Yeah, in the hotel. Najaf. And for both of us, it was our first time yeah. going to the Holy Land. Mm. So it was, and everyone else had been, and everyone else was Iraqi, and we're like one of the only two non-Iraqis. Yeah, most in were a group. Iraqi.
1: Yeah. Inshallah, now all three of us have the opportunity to Inshallah. be under the Inshallah. dome of Amir al mumin Inshallah. Inshallah. Inshallah, I look forward Inshallah. to that so just before you kickstart yeah i think something we used to do in season two and season one whenever we have like an international guest join us we ask how do you find the holy city of london
2: (laughs) where do i begin this is this is probably my sixth or seventh time and it's the same gloomy gray and rainy and i I Despise that part of it, but otherwise, I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I keep coming back, you know. It's a good thing, it's a good thing. I mean, there's so many great things, but the weather is the weather brings you back, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like <laughs> when the weather takes him home, bro. <laughs> yeah, like it drives him away.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I do co- at the end of coming in the fall or winter, which maybe is my fault, but it's still, it's, 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 I don't know how you guys do it, honestly.
0: I think we're used to it we Pretty are sure. yeah. yeah yeah so as as everyone at home will know we, we're gonna try something new for season three inshallah we're gonna play a game called rankings okay so for guests who come especially guests from abroad we're gonna give you five items or five topics and you've got to rank them first to fifth okay. in terms of your current favorites okay so today's topic is say it... Cities. <laughs> Eventually it <laughs> <remembered. laughs> cities okay so we're gonna give you five cities say what's the first one Oh, okay. This is off the spot. Yeah, from first to fifth, right? You got to rank, rank them, them between one, after
1: we tell yeah. to the five. Great. I'll start off with... Um, can it be holy? Yeah. Okay, I'll go with Medina. Medina al We're going to find out he's actually been there. I haven't been there. No. Okay, fine. Okay. Unfortunately. Let's, so it doesn't have to be I've a city try- you've been to. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat>
2: I've been trying though for four years now. Bismillah. Hajj.
1: Let's start with this.
0: Detroit. <laughs> okay, Detroit. New York. Okay. Say it. Um, Vancouver. Okay. Vancouver. London. You, uh, you can't, can't, uh, Wait, Baghdad, you can't Baghdad. Baghdad. Okay. Baghdad. That's yeah. random. So, v- v- no, Baghdad. De- Detroit, Vancouver, London, yeah. New York, and Baghdad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Perfect. All right, cool. Go on. Begin yeah. Number one, New York. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, home is I'm home. Love.
2: Yeah, home is home. Number two, Vancouver. Vancouver. Number three, Oh man, London Number 4 Baghdad, number 5 Detroit <laughs> You know I, yeah Although I did just experience Baghdad Like outside of Kalamia for the first time mm. Last week So I got to see a bit more but
0: Sounds like you're really convinced that Detroit is 5th though
2: Yeah, I put it 100th if I
0: could <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry uh, you know, We enough. might have listeners from there So
1: we do yeah. apologise
0: Disclaimer <laughs> Um, okay cool Let's get stuck in Obviously to the conversation um, You obviously You're involved In a lot of different things But I'm to start off With the Holy Quran Because I think That's been a passion for you For majority If not most of your life Or all of your life Pretty much Yeah. And um, there's a clip For those who haven't seen Of you on YouTube Reciting your very uh, Your very first Quran competition Where <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah I do Where you ran up to the stage And you recited Was it Fatiha. Surah Al-Fatiha Surah Al-Fatiha
2: Yeah Surah uh, Ikhlas. And then the judge asked me if i know any more surahs i'm like no i don't <laughs> um he's uh, he's like surah class although I, I i really recited it but to me it's just like it's a blur it's like this is all the quran
0: it's all i know it's all yeah. i got to show and do you know what's beautiful is, is when when you see that clip of you reciting like with the greatest respect all of us at that age were reciting the same way so it was just like we're speeding through the surah no yeah. tune no makhraj no thought but as in we all had a desire to learn the quran how, what would you say the quran the holy quran means to you that's, that's a big it's
2: a big question it's everything you know um it's i it's a guide for how i should uh, live my life um uh, it's take the quran has taken a different meaning throughout the different phases of my life you know as a kid it's something you learn you go to the madrasa you learn uh, the quran but it's like okay it's something i do on sundays or saturday's and sometimes in the masjid and that's it and i reached a point in high school where it's like okay i go i recite quran in front of the community but that's all it's a part time thing yeah. and that's how i felt like and it reached a point where it's like a fork like it can no longer be a part time thing it's not just reciting and it needs to take on a, a a bigger meaning in my life to to, to like to, to cement itself and from the, the phase from high school to college i i it became something like like i'm i wear it as a badge of honor it's not <clears> something <throat> i'm ashamed of like or I was never ashamed of it, but it's like you know, it's like whatever, and because you you know at that point it's like you like religion isn't as a um, uh, I feel like it, 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 you don't take it seriously up until like later on in, in your life. So it's you know the more time I spend with it, it's I, I one regret I have is I don't spend enough time with it. Um, Ramadan rolls around, you, you recite, you spend time reading tafsirs, or but then it's like different. It, it, it's like a up and down thing. Yeah. Sometimes you know I'm really into it sometimes you know it, it, it's hard so you know I, I it's like a push and pull thing mm. um uh, and i don't force it if it I, if i can't get into it other times i'm i can't i can't drop it so
1: mm. can i ask a question here yeah you know when you recite at different places so let's say uh alhamdulillah like you've, you've had many opportunities where you've had you know reciting in majalis whether it's celebration events yeah. whether it's I don't know if you've done weddings things yeah like I this. so you've had like a Very variety sorry, of
0: <laughs>
1: oh, <yeah>. <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. So you've had like a variety of Opportunities to recite in different places Yes. Also I'm sure you recite at home Yes. 100% How, Does it feel different In terms of for example the respect people Give to the Quran depending on where they are Or sometimes is it like I don't want to say People just leave it in the background But I think this is a great question to start with Yeah. How do you feel like the, the audience listening to the Quran Do they give it respect that it deserves Most of the time no no. In weddings, people
2: are quiet mm. because it's like, okay, there's, someone, there's only one, it's like it's, something's happening. Let's all be, be quiet. It's being recited. Okay. In a majlis setting, depending on the kind of community, community. All right. Um, most of the time, you know, like a, a center I used to recite as, as a child, there's always noise. Mm. Even after, like, you know, saying salawat three times for people to simmer down, it's like, it's still, you know. But in certain communities where they have an appreciation for the Quran, and its recitation they it's pin drop silent and i i feed off the energy if they're noisy or if they're not receptive i can't have a good recitation no matter how much i try to focus focus and pretend like i'm only one in the room and i'm just mm. reciting so it, it it depends you know it depends how long i'm reciting it's a five minute thing you know it's like it's it's very hard to like get into it okay so is
0: yeah. there like a community which you find shows the most appreciation or tends to have the best respect while the holy quran is being recited. I think from my experience the Afghan community mm-hmm. there's a lot mm-hmm.
2: of reciters that come from the Afghan Ab- 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 uh, community and like they it's something they sit by and listen with, with like with much like uh, um it's like they're hungry for it. Mm-hmm. You know it, it, that's what, the one setting I enjoy reciting in. Mm-hmm. It, like in New York, I mean or in the tri-state New Jersey area like there's many centers that are in, but I, I'd say that I've been community they they're typically very receptive to it because mm-hmm. so much talent comes from from the i community with Quran recitation compared to other communities I feel like
0: so it's something that they um are more receptive to it so you know what's interesting because obviously if we go back a bit and we talk about when you took part in that first competition when you were a young boy and mashallah to where you are now the yeah. growth has been phenomenal i feel like for a lot of us as a community we i'd say the majority of people have learned the holy quran to some degree so either with family or in a sunday school or with a quran teacher at some stage of their youth um but that stunted so there came a point where the the recitation and the knowledge in terms of reading the holy quran plateaued and i'm i am where i am and i'm stagnant in my growth of reading the holy quran what would you advise? Because look, I'm sure a lot of us highly appreciate the recitation of Holy quran maybe even appreciate certain reciters, maybe to another degree, know the differences between the maqamat, but don't even know how to take it to the next level. What would you yeah.
2: advise? I mean, the, the biggest difficulty is there's not enough resources, as in manpower within the communities. I had no teacher as an early age. Really? Like I, I, I had people who would... Uh, show us how to recite the Quran from just like, this is Aleph, this is Eugene, these are the letters, but not like Tajweed, not like recitation from a professional. way Like this is how mm. you play with the melodies or the sound. There's just no, there's just no one. Was there not enough teachers? Is that what it was? I, I still <coughs> to this day there. So the today. Law. Yes, because people, people are more folk. I feel like, from my perspective, I feel like our communities, our youth. I, tend to go more towards poetry than Quran mm. and there's no there's no uh desire or like uh, for to, to have any reciters of Quran and if you have a few it's like there's no t- there's no tajweed so i see it as a responsibility on, on my shoulders as well as others but we can't do it alone yeah, there yeah, has yeah. to be you know just having giving a reciter time to recite like as in like sufficient time will open up the doors for people to see, look, you know, this is, this exists in the community Mm. and other people take interest in it. Um, But as far as advice to give, you know, there's online, there's more more resources online now, Mm. but it depends what stage you're in. Like if you, the biggest thing is tajweed and learning how to recite properly before you get into voice and and melodies. That's the biggest thing you can do um, is listening to the right reciters, like finding a guide to what, let's just say you live in the middle of nowhere. There's no teachers. Finding, uh, you know, there's, there's books out there in English that have the different rules. You get the text of, you know, this is my instruction manual. But the Quran has to be taught as an you need a teacher. Do you need someone to correct you. For the years, no one corrected me and I was reciting wrong. And it's like, I have to not go back and fix those mistakes. Yeah. So if, 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 if and if that's what it takes and that's what it takes, but you find reciters that, that are really good from an instructional perspective, uh, and you listen to them and you basically dissect it. Like, how is this reciter saying this letter? You know, how how is he ending? Like, you have to surgically, like, dissect uh, it. reverse engineer, <laughs> reverse engineer. recitation. Yeah. And do as uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, a, a seasoned Egyptian reciter from the 70s, or, and, and you literally have to dissect it. That's what I would do. You know, now everything's on YouTube. Maybe 10 years ago, I would. My favorite reciters would go to you know, Islamic countries and recite. I'd be on forums trying to download these. They get invited during Ramadan. Yeah. I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm literally emailing people like Hey, you guys invited him to this city. Where's the recording? So I I was after these. Now everything is YouTube wow. because everyone wow. has a, you know with a with a, a, a phone or video camera. It's widely available. But like, I feel like ten years ago was. Yeah. it's a different
1: game. I remember in my days it was cassettes. Yeah. Like uh would we'll, would we'll have literally boxes of cassettes of yeah. every jizzle, every yeah, like, it was like
2: a box of this reciter.
1: Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And I and I remember Abdul Basat and all these names. Yeah. childhood growing up, it gave me so much memories now. you speaking about how you how you how you go into Quran reciting. And you mentioned something about, you know, before getting into melodies and things, uh understand how to pronounce the Quran. Yeah. And this was very nice for my childhood. Why? because we actually have competitions on pronunciation really? not wow. just not just on for example uh you know how much surahs do you know how much surahs do you know by heart
0: yeah yeah i mean things like and, i mean a lot of these times like yesterday you and you and me were together and you told me for example in uh, uh surah al-fatiha people making a, a simple error like for example yeah <inaudible> and they'll bounce or on the, the meme yeah. rather than mustaqim yeah so but there must be a lot of like common misconceptions or common errors that you see a lot as well can i just ask before you answer that yeah. does it null the verse completely if you make
1: that error or
2: that's more from i feel like from a scholarly okay. perspective. yeah, yeah i, I, I need will ask answer. that
0: but, but i hear this a lot what,
2: what happens is like here i'll tell you like i had an egyptian mentor years later and he pointed this out to me so he's like it's wrong like if it's mustaqim or like, they, it's like mm. they open their mouth more than they should. So is it, is it, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends who you ask, you know, okay, okay. but he was, a, he was, a, he, he had studied Al-Azhar, so that's his perspective. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So I've got another question for you. So you mentioned earlier about the taqlid of recitation. Yeah. In the sense of imitation and kind of, uh, like you said, reverse engineering it. Right. So just to understand correctly, for those of us who are, aspiring to build a strong relationship with recitation of the Holy Quran, specifically speaking, the best way you'd advise is to listen and to imitate in terms of your makhraj, your tajweed, all the rules, um, the pronunciation. Uh, and that is the fastest way and the, and the most reliable way to learn it correctly. So we, should we focus on that stuff before we then move to tunes and maqam Tunes, voice, and maqamat melodies are tertiary. Like it's, it's not important as it,
2: it, it's 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 secondary. nice to beautify secondary, but it comes nowhere near like reciting it properly. Right. Um, yeah. I had a thought in my head and it disappeared.
0: Yeah. Um, because obviously those things are the attractive things. Yeah. You hear the maqamat and especially like you said, the interest that a lot of people take in melodies with poetry. Yeah. So, for example, Sayyid Ali said uh, oh, a lot of the guests, myself, to a right. small degree, we enjoy listening or sometimes reciting poetry. So, by by our nature, innately, we are drawn towards tune. You know, we, we live and die for tune in our, in our in our communities. So, the maqamat is attractive, it's like yeah. the adornment of recitation.
2: It is. So, so he, he, you have to listen twice as much as you recite. It's like mm. you have to build a palette in your head. Of, uh, of and you can't you can't it's, it's like you have to before you could walk like you have to you have to listen to the extent where it like it, 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 it's like an artist making making a painting you know they get inspiration from nature or they have to see with their eyes observe yeah. more before they can actually start painting mm-hmm. Re- with a recitation you know whether it's composing your, your own recitation with melodies you have to listen a lot before, before for, from a melody perspective, same goes with uh, um, um, reciting properly with Tajrit or, or proper uh, makhraj because you listen to you know ex reciter and see how they're reciting it, and that builds. Okay, no I've listened to this person for hours and now I have a good understanding of how he's reciting, for example, Saad, or there's different schools for Saad, for example, Al So you you have to listen like hours and hours before you can, because if you don't have that, you know, history in your head, yeah. it's hard to then recite and then do it properly. So okay. I would say at least you listen twice as like as much. Very interesting. Like you listen three times, two times, and then you say once. Like it needs to be much more than reciting because uh, especially when you get to the point years later when you start building uh, your, your own melodies, it's like now you listen to X reciter or all these different reciters and how they approach the recitation. So, you could like make your own or because yeah. you, you have that
0: the colors of the palette in your head to bring that to life mm-hmm. okay all right that sounds good i want to ask you to recite but we're going to ask the viewers to wait towards the end of the episode <laughs> your beautiful voice i, I what i want what me and Said we're talking before the show um obviously it kind of on a, on a semi-tangent towards the other side of your work but um Obviously, the, the, the world we live in at the moment is a terrible place. Um, the the genocide of the Palestinian people has brought us down over months now, um, two months, mm-hmm. and we're seeing an annihilation, we're seeing an illegal occupation, which is not a new occurrence. Unfortunately, it's existed for, for, for decades. Um, I'd say one, like it's it's not really a nice thing to say, but one thing which is, like kind of been some sort of a silver lining in terms of the response to to what's happening in Palestine has been the way and the creativity in which people have resisted. You know, they say respect existence or expect resistance. And if you don't respect the existence of the Palestinian people or any oppressed nation, then you will expect the resistance that comes behind it or from it. Now, one of the forms of resistance that we see a lot of cultural and creative resistance right. so for example simple example the watermelon you've mm. seen the watermelon seen everywhere no, yeah, for weeks yeah. and weeks right so for those who don't know it, there was a time where to paint the palestinian flag or to to portray it was illegal Legal, yeah. and therefore people started painting the watermelon because you have the red white and the green uh, and the black and um, it became a symbol of of resistance from your perspective, uh, both as a creative and as someone who's engaged in, in like cultural resistance through your work with the Baqee project, firstly, could you tell us about that that project itself? And secondly, why is art and creativity so important at a time like this?
2: For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> the the Baqee project was a, to um, start off with that, was my thesis project for architecture school. My fifth year of architecture school, you can well, we were told you could pick any project and run with it because the last four years we listened to the professors and, but when they reached the fifth year, we were told, I was told my professor, we have to do the affordable housing in New York city. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I want not do, I am. And this is right after we had gone. Yeah. Cause we came back in remember, August, yeah. September. And I started my fifth year and I, um. you're doing late nights. <laughs> yes. And, um. uh, and I said, Hey, there's this mausoleum that used to be in, in, in the, Baqi Cemetery in Medina that was demolished I want to create a proposal for the future of it and I had to spend a week convincing him you know coming up you know what the what the the problem is you know um, the history of it they're putting together a presentation and I got the green light so I spent two semesters basically close to eight eight months work on the project to create something um, a future proposal that is based off Mm -hmm. a contemporary um, interpretation of mausoleum or Shi'i architecture, yeah, um, something that's different than what we have currently in like Iraq or Syria and or Iran, uh, um, with those mausoleums there. So it, it, it was basically, you know, uh, both from the architectural perspective, you have a, a new design as well as having a seminary, which uh, uh, pays homage to Imam Sadiq alayhi salam and the university that he had during his time uh, with Muhammad Baqir. Um, so yeah, and Alhamdulillah, like I presented the project in many cities mostly in the US um, and uh, the last thing I did was I mm. uh, I built I built many models for school yeah but I built a five mm. like a massive wooden model um, in, in Najaf yes yeah. and uh, it was an our grade Hassan's birthday um, 2019 so it's still there um, yeah. but it was, it's been the jewel of my portfolio as I see it because it's both like I did something it was, it was for school but there's something for like Islam, for Ahl al-Bayt. And to me, that's everything, mm. quite frankly. Um, as far as the, the answer to your second question, I think uh, when it comes to uh, art is so powerful. You know, I'll give you two examples I, I've seen in, in the last few weeks. Palestinian dresses for women have a very... or I, Yeah, it is for women, I believe, but they have very distinct patterns. Yeah. And they I, I saw one artist use the patterns to show the amount of people who have passed away and And it's basically they have all kinds of uh designs uh, like in this part of their dresses uh, and it's all always em- em- embroidered so seeing how the dots increase based off and this is this was four weeks ago, so imagine it's increased more than that um another example is the ch- ch- chafia there's different uh, um the different parts of it resemble different things i believe one for the um uh, i'm not sure i don't remember them exactly, but I think one was for the olives or and I've seen different interpretations of you know, if you're to look at, if there are a bunch of like you have a basic a circle and then you have lines coming out of it, so it shows people standing and and it zooms in and it's people standing with their arms like this. It makes the same pattern, so it's mm. like they're showing their heritage and their culture in a very sad way, but it, it, it's so powerful because it's telling their story, using their own uh, 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 heritage. So. And it's been amazing to see like uh, what what uh, the different art pieces. I mean, it, it it's sad to create that kind of art. It, like it gives there the silver lining is you know you you feel like you're doing something for the cause, but it's people are unfortunately passing away, yeah, killed because of
0: this. Yeah, yeah. But say, do you know this as well? Like because obviously you you create art in a different way through through words and through sound. So you'll know that people <clears throat> connect emotively to, to 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 something which connects to their soul, touches their heart, like. And when you see art or you see a drawing or a picture, obviously everyone knows the saying: a "Picture paints a thousand words," or "A picture's more what was it." Something along those lines, right? A picture's worth a thousand words. Yes. Mm. Um. So you know, I I I actually said to someone who um, I saw recently, I was like someone like me i've got the worst hand-eye coordination i can barely write my name so <laughs> so like you know like to see you know people who can use their talent whether it's digital art calligraphy painting anything um and then obviously like yourself say people who can use poetry use their voice and you're pulling people towards a cause whether it's theological whether it's political humanitarian whatever it is that is powerful beyond powerful and we see the stories of the Aimalah when Imam Al Baqir gathered 120 reciters, and he said, "Disperse into the lands and use your voice to tell the story of my grandfather." Because we connect differently sometimes. No, you're right, yeah. because it brings it to life. You know, especially being like
1: Muslims, and we we, we try to connect connect with our history as much as we can. Oh, yeah. So if we hear like recitations and melodies, if we see, for example, the, the work that I did for Baqi, it bring me Baqi to life. Yeah. All I used to remember about Baqi was. It's a grave, a lonely grave unfortunately, with some stones, and yeah. that was it. And the most we had was that every, every every Muslim, or in particular every Shia. That's the only image they had of Baqey. Right. But inshallah we see this come to fruition. Inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. in the near future, you never know whether how parents of Imam al How would Allah that make Allah you
0: feel if before the end of your life your work came to life? Uh I
2: I don't think about it because I feel like I did what I did was like the I, I I hope that comes to life but it's like if that happens that that'll be beyond my expectation it's like I it's like I do what I can with this, whether it's my calligraphy work or the like it's like I do it and I just leave it it's like I I, I put my intention was there what happens after that like you know like um to put a, a, like a metaphor it's like a stone skipping it's like what happens down the line what kind of ripple effect ripple it has effect, yeah. you know that that's beyond anything I could I could and it's all from God yeah that, that's what I tell me you know, it's like whatever I can do who knows what 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 piece of art or what initiative is that you know takes the spotlight mm-hmm. but and not from a
0: spotlight with people but you know in the eyes of God I have a question for both of you okay so for those who mm-hmm. are there will be people at home who are like me and control you know <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but people who are passionate with like you know very good with words or writing or have beautiful voices mashaAllah both of you guys have beautiful voices where do i mean how how do how do people can <laughs> gosh, both have got beautiful voices that's, that's what it is <laughs> and it kind of, all that matters. Yeah. how do people use that talent mm. to um make it make a change make an impact because obviously we we use our voices for example for latmiyat and you know recitation and whatnot and of course that has its wajib like place in our community but how can we use it maybe our talents or those talents to do more this is
2: one one thing i've thought about and not just the voice but any time like even the time we have um i feel like we're responsible god's gonna ask us what we do with our time with our resources and the biggest thing I always you know think about is you know there's many things I could do or, or have interests in, but there's very limited time. Yeah, you know, no one here can sit and say I have you no know, sixty seven years to go. I have this much to go. You don't know. So I it's like what are the things that have the most value in this life and the hereafter? That that's how I gauge. Like how do I devote my time? Like the work that I do. You know, whether it's Quran. Recitation, it's like, you know, this, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a godly thing. Whether it's art, you know, I like to partake in Islamic art. Uh, n- narration of the imams, spreading, spreading the du'as of, of the Ahlul Bayt. And there's so many of them, that many, many people haven't seen or heard. So it's like, this This is what I feel has the most value in my eyes. Because not there's only help in this life, but you know, I feel like maybe it earns me points in, in, in the hereafter. So yeah, that Allah. that's my... That's the lens i look at things it's like you know there's tons of other things i would like to do i see other people doing more like this or animations or this and that's like you know i have I've had tons of interests since high school but it's like you know there's so limited time and yeah. it's like where can i channel this to have the most impact because the no one knows how long they'll live and it's like if this can if, if it has a positive impact you know for this they'll definitely have one for hereafter. so that's you know whether it's my voice or whether it's like my work that i do that's that's what keeps me going and that's how I gauge
1: what to work on and what not to. You know what I like about your work? You know, alhamdulillah, the world is blessed with many architects and many people who do calligraphy. But yours is so unique in a way that I, I found out I think it was about two or three years ago, I followed you on Instagram and you done a very nice drawing, if I can call it that. Or I'm gonna yeah. call it a masterpiece in fact. Yeah. It was like using calligraphy in a picture through architecture to bring I think it was the shrine of Imam Ali if I'm not mistaken it was like blue drew and the gold. the
0: picture of the shrine using calligraphy. Using calligraphy, yes, yeah, you do that yes. a lot with shapes, yeah. lines. Yeah. This yes. is very
1: unique because normally yeah. calligraphy we see it as just written or drawn, yeah. And architecture yeah. as like lines and pencils and things yeah. like. But this was like bring two things to life. Right. Yeah. It, g- it gave it its own soul. Yeah. yeah. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, you're very blessed in this. God bless
2: you, mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah. I, Yeah, it's those things that I feel like play at people's heartstrings. Very unique in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah, see yeah, yeah. it, and it's like you resonate with it, like it I, brings I us don't... joy. One yes.
0: the work that you do literally brings me so Wallpapers phone Yeah yeah, yeah yeah Mashallah Do you, do you and, and I know the answer for this But do you commission your work Or can people get merch Or Yeah you... yeah I, I have a
2: website I sell some work And um, I There are many things I want to Shout it out on. bro uh, ZahirH.com I have a new website Coming out next week So Not next week Sorry about that Soon Inshallah by the end of this year But um, um I spend most of the time Doing other people's work Than the ones I want to do mm. So I'm trying to change that But it's a good thing, but it's like you know, there's tons of when I have a project or an idea, if I don't have the time to work on it, I like log it into the closed system. And then I say I'll come back to this. If and and if it doesn't work, I'll 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 hold off on it. Mm. Because I need to be happy with what what I post or what I do. Otherwise, it's not worth forcing it. You can't force art. Like there's so many, even for the space conference, like or even there's so many things I want to work on, and I'm sitting there trying so hard, but it's not happening. And it's like, you know what, it's just not working. just gotta let go and like maybe it'll happen in a few weeks or so you can't um yeah
1: i want to ask like a a real question and feel free (laughs) to answer or not there's two things i want to ask number one you being a quran reciter how does it feel when you make a mistake live in front of an audience that's one that's one and then my second follow-up question to this it's uh you know when you make uh, a masterpiece as i call it when someone tells you You could have done better I hope, they had, I, have, I hope they have never said this to you But if someone ever tells you This could have been done better How does that make you feel? I think that's two questions I really want
0: to know Good questions
1: You know I Because uh, <laughs> you have a very humble heart Believe me Those who don't know him off the podcast I've met 100%. him in person 100%. I want <laughs> to know how it is How it feels You know
2: When it comes to Quran Anything I'm Yo. a perfectionist When it comes mm. to Quran recitation, citation I go mad mm-hmm. I always record myself And listen after But if it's a a few, like a few earlier this year, I won't say where, but I made a mistake, big crowd, and I am just, um, inside, it's like, it's burning. It's like the world is on fire. Because it's like, I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Chances are people in the crowd didn't realize it, which is. Most likely. (laughs) Which is its own conversation. Mm. But it's like, how how can I do this? And at that point, it's like damage control. Because when it comes to the Qur'an recitation, it's not just the Qur'an. And I was reciting from memory as well, Okay. which doesn't help. But it's better uh, uh, well, It's, it's better for a reciting to recite from memory, but it is recommended to recite from Mus'haf. But at that end, it's like I have to control my voice, my breath, my melody, and the actual like, text of the Qur'an. So it's like managing all these things once, at yeah. the same, same time. time.
0: And it's like it's overwhelming, very overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like. But do you like repeat the half? You don't know, go back to the beginning of the ayah and start again. I tried, right? But with my memory, you know, just it, it
2: failed me. And it's like you're sweating. It's like, oh, when is it going to end? When is, it gonna, when is the recitation going to end? And you know, you do your best, but you know, it's like um it, it bothers me a lot because I am a perfectionist. But at the same time, same time, with the Quran. So it's like I messed up. And it's not like, it's not like you know, it's not a, it's not a big deal. But to me, it's a big deal, and mm. it takes me per- perhaps a week. To recover from it wow but um that's good yeah he's means you're serious yeah you take huh? it seriously. yeah no it's like, I, I And it's happened you know a few uh, the bigger bigger events you know if it's the most half is there like okay you correct yeah. it but if if you go off tune melody it's not in the world but if you recite the different like you half the eye goes missing it's like the world a world is falling apart inside here no one can see it everyone's yeah, looking yeah, at you yeah, but inside yeah, yeah. it's like you know, look like at those videos of the this disasters happening. That's like that's what's exactly <laughs> happening. Like, honestly, um, my art, yeah, not in calligraphy, okay, but my Baki project, I did get criticisms. Ajeed, yes, and I, I, I welcome like constructive, like I, I want you know, I want people to, um, I, I guess qualified people. You know, so mm. if, if they, you know, people, I, I, I am, I will listen to anything they say. Because they know more, or you know, they they they're an expert in the field. Um, but even calligraphy, you know, I I've like I'm by no means I like I don't call myself a calligrapher because I feel like there's traditional calligraphy, there's freestyle, and it's like I don't know tr- traditional calligraphy. I'm trying to learn it, but something it takes years. You need an ustad that teaches you, and it's. But uh, I I I know I'm a beginner. I'm not I mean, like I take anything they say, and I try You know, I realize the mistake, and I humbly accept it because. They know more than me so that
1: that's how i look at it may allah reward you i love it yeah humbling
0: mashallah. to hear yeah yeah so as we kind of come towards the end of the podcast first on the topic of calligraphy i just want to shout out abdul zahra who for those who can see behind me created beautiful. this mashallah, mashallah beautiful mashallah. uh depiction of from Surah al-baqarah um well that talks about the dominion over the the east and the west it's a long ayah um and hopefully you can put it in the description as well and we also, obviously having Qaira on, we want to hear your beautiful voice. Um, so if there's any ayah, any surah that comes to mind, any maqamat.
2: My, I'll recite my favorite um, uh, verses. Bismillah. I've enjoyed these verses for so long and I will always uh, go back to Surah Al-Imran, the mm. last few Pages, I should have probably had already, but I don't I don't want to <laughs> recite it from memory because It's a <laughs> bad experience, it's late <laughs> right well. now And so these verses are from Surah Al-Imran From uh, verse 180,
3: 189 I'll <speaking and speaking> بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولله ملك السماوات والارض والله على كل شيء قدير إن في خلق السماوات والأرض واختلاف الليل والمهال لآيات واختلاف الليل ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض ربنا ما خلق قطعا باطلا بَنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ تَغَوَبَطَ لَن سُبْحَانَكَ سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابًا SadaqAllahu al
2: al-Azim Allahumma
1: salli ala Forgive me, I have the souvenir of a cold after Iraq, so... You know, mashallah, the recitation, honestly touched the heart.
0: Thank you so and much. And
1: you, you said you were ill, and uh, you said you've caught something from, you know, across the pond before coming here. But the way you held your breath, and the way you pronounced everything nicely... Allah, it really touched the heart and resonated with me. But one thing I do want to say, and I really want to ask this: you said these verses yeah. meant something to you. What did they mean? You know, the uh,
2: these are the verses the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam would recite. I believe after Salat al Layl. Okay. God, look at the skies. I'll read the translation okay. of the one ver- one of the verses uh, because as you recite the one, I mean the verse before to begin it. But to Allah alone belongs the kingdom of the heavens and the earth, and Allah is the most capable of e- of everything. Indeed, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, or the alternation of the day and night, there are signs for people of reason. Mm-hmm. There are those who remember who remember Allah while standing, sitting, and lying on their sides, and reflect on the creation of Allah, creation of the heavens and the earth, and pray. Or our Lord, you have not created all of this without purpose. Mm. Glory be to you, protect us, from, protect us from the torment of the hell. Because these verses are essentially speaking uh, about nothing was created in vain. Mm. Everything has a purpose. Yeah, you know, everything has a connection back to God. Anything, whether you, it, it's it's basically remembering God through anything and everything. It's like uh, that. Like these are verses, I came across as a young. Perhaps maybe ten years, ten fifteen years ago, around Mashallah. freshman year of college, and they always bring um they make like it, it's it's so powerful. If you reflect on it's just any it's a reflection verse. It's like there's signs for anyone mm. who takes a moment to reflect. Yeah. And, to and I think that they
0: so. they are specifically relevant verses to our conversation as well. Mm that allah wa ta'ala has created all of us and everything around us with a purpose and that yeah. could that could include our, our day-to-day activities our talents right. and how we use them to serve allah wa ta'ala. right so it ties it all in mashallah in, in yeah. a beautiful way Alhamdulillah. And, you know we we are so lucky to have you here we inshallah we hope me. to have you again bro inshallah. you are like pleasure. family to us we, we don't need to yes. tell you that already <laughs> that, um, and we ask allah wa ta'ala to always give you more barakah to give you but, more opportunities yeah. to serve yeah. the whole yeah. community and of course to be alongside your way to savior, Mawlana Metia al-Faljush Sharif, and on the front, inshallah, inshallah, reciting for him and for all of his ansar, inshallah. Inshallah, 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 inshallah I'll inshallah, give inshallah. you more opportunity and, and more 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 strength, inshallah. Thank you so much, Thank you for so much bro. Thank you for having me. Last question: Where can people find you online? I know you mentioned your website, Instagram. Yes. How can people find you and uh, see your work?
2: <laughs> Zuhair uh, underscore underscore H. Double, double underscore. underscore. Yes. Okay. I couldn't get the one the square I couldn't get without the underscore. <laughs> 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 I had to sell. <laughs> yeah, I, I post everything. So that's this a big jumble of calligraphy in Quran.
0: Check it out, guys. And <laughs> as always, thank you again, Zuhair. Thank, thank you for having me. Say so Ali. Much. I learned I so you. much. Wallah, thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. today's the time for it. you took
1: out to come here thank you. and allow us to be educated as well. Alhamdulillah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So and much. inshallah, inspire those at home listening and watching to so get into the field of recite the Quran and Islamic calligraphy Islamic
0: architecture inshallah Allah Allah blesses you in the work thank you so much inshallah inshallah thank you as always everyone for tuning in we will be back as always next week so don't forget to hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell stay tuned to After Maghrib and all of the work we have coming up it's going to be a busy few weeks so you don't want to miss a second of it we will see you then wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh